0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team is in place
1: to answer your questions. All you have to do is put those fat little fingers on the phone and dial 1-866-405-8405. Toll free to Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer, Alan Cable. Groomer, dog father, Joey Volani, Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And Wendy Diamond, you know. I'm thinking of a title for you.
2: What are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking name-dropper Wendy Diamond. Because I'm telling you, (laughs)
2: Wendy's
1: been hanging out with some pretty amazing people. Who was it this week?
3: Well, first of all, it's my job, right? Because I I am... I, I it's my job to promote the different um organizations that a lot of people are involved with that are celebrities that are big names. Um I had a really lovely. Now by the way, I don't drink tequila, but I had an amazing time Uh-oh. with Carlos Santana this week.
1: Is he a big tequila did drinker? Did you know?
2: Uh-huh.
3: Well, did you know Carlos Santana has his well besides having a 150 million dollar shoe line, did you know that? I didn't no, know, know that. I didn't know that. I got to hang out with him because they were having a dinner for his new tequila called Casa Noble. And so we talked about his, you know, it was just really, really, he's a lovely man. And he has, you know, his own charity for children that he raises $5 million a year for. Wow. And he's a really good egg. And he doesn't have a dog now, but he's looking to adopt.
1: Mm. Are you going to help him find a dog?
3: I will. I will. Well, he's really close with Rob Thomas. And Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20, you know, who has Pets Alive, which is his charity. Mm -hmm. Um, They're very close. Actually... Um, Santa, Carlos santana 's assistant Chad, used to be rob thomas 's assistant, so it 's like this really like small it world is small world. and so anyway, so that was one of the things and then another thing I got to see my dear friend who um, Susie Aspen from Kerber Enthusiasm, and I helped her get sumo her dog.
1: Oh, you did? So, so
3: she, yeah, so I actually went with her and I, we went to all these shelters and everything and we ended up finding Sumo on Pet Finder actually. But it was, it's really fun. I saw her at an event for breast cancer with, um, also Robert Klein, the funny comedian. Mm-hmm. And
2: just a typical day in the life.
3: Yeah, of Wendy you
4: know what? Guy I want to uh, be,
1: I want to be a fly in your purse someday or in your <laughs> oh shirt. Oh my belt.
3: God. Well, well, okay. So then I had our media tech summit and, you know, Michael J. Fox was there who doesn't have a dog, but, you know, dogs are helping Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to hang out with Ben Ha, huh, you know, from I Have Cheeseburger.
1: Yeah. I has cheeseburger.
3: I has. Cheeseburger. I has cheeseburger. Yes. yes. And so that was fun in Orlando Jones and a lot of people. So it's been a really fun week in New York City. And that brings <laughs> us to, you know, just baby hope having the time of our life.
1: I'm glad she gets to go along with you and meet all these great people. Well,
3: we have really cute pictures of her with Orlando Jones and a lot of people. It's really funny.
1: Joey, what are you going to be talking about today?
5: I'm going to be talking about ear cleaners, babe. I'm e- going to tell you, how you what you should look at, look for, and um, what type of ear cleaners are real easy just right from your home.
1: I didn't I didn't realize. Do we need to clean our ears? Yes, you need to clean your ears. Your ears, too. Okay. Um, 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 yeah.
6: And we got to ah! pull some of that hair out. Stacy, what's going on in your world? I remember a long time ago when I was working in Vegas. Yeah, as a topless dancer, one of my tassels <laughs> fell off, hit somebody in the head, and I right. lost my job. <laughs> no, I was working on the air in Las Vegas. Anyway, um, what was I going to tell you? Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you, girl? Oh, oh, I know. I was doing a story.
2: Oh, my God. Okay.
6: I was working in Vegas, and um, I did a contest where you had to come in, and um, you you could win uh, tickets to this concert. So somebody came in, and they danced with a python around their neck to win these concert tickets. And I couldn't believe this woman was holding a python like this. Anyway, there's a guy in Florida that entered a contest to win a python, and he died by eating cockroaches. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, that's, that's
5: something I want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just give going a nice ah! plate of cockroaches with some cocktail sauce, you know.
1: I saw this in the paper this week, so Stacy's right on this news here. And I'm telling you, the guy eats the cockroaches and then immediately dies. I
2: think he was only like thirty something.
1: Really?
3: Yeah, he was. Why are cockroaches deadly? Oh,
1: I I have no, no idea. Stacy will tell us. And just the other minutes.
2: people were okay.
1: The other the other contestants, uh, contestants in the contest. Yeah. That'll teach you. Yep. A lot of people do though around the world. When when we
5: went when we went to China with Bon Jovi, it was. Um, they were in the markets, they were right. They were baskets full of beetles. Um, they look like big cockroaches. So,
1: isn't it true you and Bon Jovi hung out and uh, did a little cockroach eating there in uh, Asia? <laughs> you know, I'm not. I can't give away any any tell- any of my tales. Now.
3: <laughs> well, Bon Jovi was at Il Molino, a new restaurant in New York City, the other night.
1: Wow! Did he order the cockroaches?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Italians don't eat cockroaches.
0: Tell him, Wendy. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy is
1: screening your calls at our toll-free number 1-866-405-8405. Don't forget you can also get through to us via email, your voice at animalradio.com. Or if you have the Animal Radio app for your smartphone, iPhone, or uh, Android. Not your dumb phone, your smartphone. If you have that, you can ask your questions right there on the app, as well as listen to the show and check in with us. Also, visit us over on Facebook this week. I understand we have some big cash and prizes over Ooh. at Facebook. In fact, am I eligible for that? Can I go like the page and win? No. No. Okay. Alan, I need your help. Yes. New neighbors moved in next door. Uh-oh. they they have I mean they're real nice I haven't actually met them yet but they have what I assume are huge dogs
2: they have two I've seen Is, them you've seen them yeah they're like uh, they look like a labradoodle or something there's two huge
1: they ones. start barking at 6 a.m. in the morning I really don't want discord among the neighbors Ooh. but uh, I know a lot of people suffer from this what what would you do
7: if I if dogs were barking at six a.m., <laughs> I would go talk to the folks. You would. I would go talk to them about it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, come on, you gotta. I
1: don't want to be the what? you know the first encounter that I have with them. You know me saying...
7: Well, you go over with some nice cookies or dog treats. You know, bring oh. a gift. At 6 See, o'clock in the morning? People. No, you don't go over there at 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, first you, you get some <laughs> cookies or you get some dog treats and you go over and say, Hey, how's it going? I'm your new neighbor. What's up? I love your dogs. They're really pretty. Uh, how come, you know, uh, could you, do you think you could... Because at 6 a.m. they start barking. Do you think you could help me with that? You know, and, and, and try to get their help, you yeah, know. Yeah, but what don't are they going to
1: do? They're probably saying the same thing. They're going, you know, damn dogs are, are barking at 6 a.m. How do I, I shut them up?
8: I would run over there, because I had this problem once before. Yeah. At 2 a.m., barking dogs, and we went over to the neighbor's house, pounding on their front doors, and they were there. They would not answer their door, but their dogs were yapping away in the backyard. So I, I would get out there at 6 a.m. and knock on their door. Did <laughs> it work, though, Debbie? Um, you know, it did. It did. Um, we never actually had that conversation, but the barking did stop. <laughs> so they, I think yeah, they knew I mean, we were upset.
7: That's tough. You know, dogs like that. And when there's two of them, you know, a lot of times there's two of them. One is instigating the other and they just they go they go nutty you know they just love to bark that's what they do they like to bark at people through the fence they like to make noise they like to hear themselves bark they like to warn you that someone's coming it's just what they do but you can't stop it you can really stop it if you want to now, what,
1: what should their parents do for it
7: you got, you got to actively go out there and, you know, you got to teach them the word quiet. And, and you reward them with praise and, and treats when they're quiet. And when they're barking, you give them corrections. you got to constantly correct them so that they understand. My dog used to do that. He still does. I mean, he'll bark when somebody comes up to the house. I just open the window. I go, Rudy, quiet. And he shuts up, you know. And basically, he knows if he doesn't listen the first time, I'm going to put him in a dark room for 20 minutes, which he hates. That's how you punish a dog.
1: Is that, him is him that in a what dark you do? room. Put him in a dark room.
7: Huh. Yeah, That's put actually- him in a dark room. That's and, you, and you know what else? Yes. You know what else? I'll show him. I have a big muzzle. I'll show it to him because I put it on him once, and he's like, oh, man, I don't want that on. I'll put that on. I put that on him once for a half hour, and, and he listens to whatever I say. What on, is that, like a, a dunce
1: cap or something like that, a no, muzzle a dog, cap? Dog,
7: you know, dogs do, do everything nothing. with their mouths, so if yeah. you you know, that's a big punishment right oh. there. You put a muzzle on a dog, it's like, holy cow, I'm messed. I can't do nothing. So, know, yeah, he hates that. So he knows that barking is okay until I tell him, hey, cut it out. You oh. know, he knows. He knows the word "quiet."
1: You're the only one with uh, obedient animals on the dream team. I got to tell you that right now. <laughs>
8: hey. <laughs> hey, we're working on it. Boss is pretty well behaved. Uh, he he listens to me very well. He does not listen to my husband for nothing. <laughs> well, you know, I, I saw the way you know a few weeks ago back at Super Zoo. I love
2: the way you did the hand signals and made him sit. And he was just watching you. He was just staring in your
8: eyes. I thought you had That's him under they control do.
2: very well. That's what
8: they do. Well, thank you. He, very he definitely dressed. he knows I'm the Disciplinarian in the household and, and Alan I gotta wonder what the heck did your parents do to you locking the dogs in the dark and putting muzzles well, you know, that's on them
7: a, that's the best punishment you can give a dog is if, if you even before you train a dog to do something or after you're done training a dog if you put them in a dark quiet room it actually they hate it they're locked away from the pack and they actually think things get into their brains when you do that and that's the best way to punish a dog you separate them from the pack put them in a dark quiet room for about 15-20 minutes and then when you let them out you happy to see him, but that's a great punishment for a dog. Because people are always like, how do I discipline him? That's the way to do it. That's just my opinion. It works really well.
1: They put me in a, room, in a dark room whenever I
7: misbehave. Oh, misbehaved.
2: that explains it, How it
1: probably explains it.
7: But I'm, <laughs> I was, in a, I was in a dark room right
6: now. I am. He's always in a dark place. <laughs> uh, speaking of someone in a dark room, Stacey, what do you got going on? They say that art is in the eye of the beholder, uh-huh. but would you pay 35 bucks for a piece of art that's been done by an otter? Sure. Yeah, the kind that swim in Non trees in the in the lakes. Yeah, <laughs> you know those big logs. Yeah. Maybe that's a woodchuck. I, think that's I don't a know. Beavers. What do otters really do? They they take their tails and flap around and stuff. I don't know what they really do. What's the purpose of an otter? I guess to paint. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. <laughs> so many questions, so little time. Uh, we are
1: just a few days away from Halloween. What is it? Wednesday night. Some of us it's actually. Night. I'll, I'll be trick or treating early on uh, Tuesday because I go out with the the kids on Tuesday night. Before the traffic starts, Tuesday. Oh, I want to get all the good picks, is what I do. <laughs> but this, you're already starting to see stuff at the office happening that you see every year, don't you?
8: Oh yeah, we sure are. You know, in the, usually the chocolate calls that really come in. Those are the ones where you know my dog ate a, you know, a, a Reese's peanut butter cup, and is he going to be okay? So in that, that's you know incessant all this time of year. Well, and I'm still and, confused
1: it, about that because some people, like Doctor Becker, says don't worry about the chocolate, and then there's other. people people that say worry about the chocolate should we be worrying about that Reese's? well
8: you know what i worry about is i worry about allowing a dog to eat chocolate because it sets a taste for chocolate and i have a chocolate oh. hound who has had a very serious chocolate toxicity and it is a learned taste so once they get it there you know might be a small little bit here or there you share with them but you're setting your pet up for a problem if he gets into that full bag of halloween goodies that they're going to gorge themselves and have a toxicity and that's where you're going to run into it not that's that little piece of chocolate. Um, but it, it can be very serious. In my own dog, he was vomiting. He had diarrhea. He had a very high heart rate. And they can actually have heart problems, arrhythmias, and, and potentially even die from it. Um, so, you know, we want to watch that, keep that under control. But, you know, the other things about candy, it's not just the candy. It can be the sticks from lollipops. The wrappers, and I've had dogs have foreign body um, obstructions from just eating all that packaging associated with it. So you want to keep all of that out of your dog's reach. I
7: was talking to a woman last week. Her dog swallowed a toothbrush and passed it. Whoa. oh my gosh that's an amazing wow. dog right there that's a dog to envy <laughs> uh,
8: yeah, yeah. Well, well well I guess in that household you keep the toothbrush away from the dog as well but you know how you said you, you take your dog trick-or-treating yeah so that's
1: not that, the best that, thing to do
8: you know not for every dog um, if you can devote constant attention to your dog and you're not hauling a bunch of kids around you know taking them around but it really isn't something you should just take your dog and haul out the whole family if they're not well prepared for that and I'm sure Alan will back me up on this that you know if they're afraid of uh, a lot of noise other people these costumes you know you can have a bite um incident or you know they might take off and run so you you want to make sure you know your pet and know if it's going to be appropriate oh yeah them. you got
7: to have a calm mellow animal you know that loves being around people and is just just mellowed out and
1: well you know everybody's in by. these weird costumes right and so doesn't that freak them out it sure. freaks me out i'll tell you that right now that's why i don't go on wednesday that's real honest truth <laughs>
8: I get yeah, a and, and just keeping you know, if you're if you have trick-or-treaters come to your door, I mean, the best thing is really keep those pets inside, away from you know all the activity, unless they're really well socialized. You don't want to bite, uh-huh. you don't want a dog Absolutely. to get out, uh, be standing at the fence line barking at kids all and that just stresses the dog out. So um, yep. you really want to be careful with that.
1: So you're saying we should keep them
7: in a quiet room if they don't like the whole Halloween
8: in thing. In a dark room.
7: That's if that's <laughs> if they're really bad. If they're really bad, you know, like if you have a barking dog and he won't listen, you know, you put them in in a dark room i'll tell you what you will stop that barking problem in a couple times Mm. you watch you watch
9: you're listening to animal radio you
10: can learn more at animalradio.com log on learn more Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Ambrin, and it's the only product on the market today, clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-361-2351. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal balance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now 1-800-361-2351. That's 1-800-361-2 Three, five, one.
0: All right, Flo, so the key to safe pest removal is staying calm. Okay. says here this lady's got a badger in her attic.
11: Oh, I love badgers. Oh, sorry, calm. There he is. Come here, little buddy. <coughs> I thought he wanted a hug.
0: Badgers don't really hug. Not yet.
11: Oh, badgers.
0: Ensuring <coughs> your business vehicles with Progressive is like having Flo on the road with you. Low down payments, great discounts, and flexible
7: billing options. Now that's Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. United Financial Casualty
10: Company and Affiliates.
1: I just sneaked into my kids' rooms and took temperatures while they're sleeping, thanks to my Exogen
0: thermometer. All I did was swipe their foreheads for a few seconds. It didn't even wake them up. My sister, the nurse, told us about the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, and it's the best. Real value for the money and truly a
1: lifesaver. Now I don't have to deal with ears or rears, if you know what I mean.
7: I'm Dr. Frank Pompey founder of
5: Exogen. Thousands of hospitals and clinics rely on temporal scanners. I'm confident you will, too.
1: The Exogen Temporal Scanner. Pick one up at Costco and other fine retailers, or visit us at exergen.com. It's Animal Radio. Mm. Who made the coffee today? Is that you?
2: I don't make coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't make it. I don't know how to make it because I don't drink it, so I don't know what's good or bad. No,
1: whoever made the coffee this morning, good stuff. Mm. (laughs) Putting air on my chest. Let's see. Uh, This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. And get 25% off your first order with the code Animal Radio. And we go to line four where we have Ben on the phone. Hey, Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from today?
4: Actually, I'm out on the lake. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Kicking it on the lake, listening yeah. to Yeah.
1: So what's going on?
4: Oh, well, what I have is a um, Canadian German Shepherd. We rescued her, and we picked her up when she's about a year and a half. She's probably right around four years old now. Okay. And we know she was probably a backyard breeder because she had a putt with her. And the pup ended up having hip um, dysplasia. So the veterinarian oh. did the surgery on the pup and ended up keeping the pup because he liked it so much.
8: Oh, okay. Wow. Well, what about her? What's she what's she got going on? So, anyway, now her name's Daisy. She,
4: she's an awesome dog. I I cannot express how awesome she is. But, like, she, she used to be able to jump up in the back of the truck. She can't do that. She yikes. Really loud, makes like loud noise, uh, like you know, a lot of pain. Okay. Um, like if we're playing with her in the house uh, with the, with the ball, she likes to run back and forth and jumping in the air. You'll, you'll, hear, you'll uh, hear her, you'll hear her yip. And mm-hmm. a couple of times when I touch her in her hips, and she is yiped. So I have okay. concerns that more than likely she may have hip dysplasia.
8: Yeah, no, I would share that concern as well there, Ben. And I think, uh now, now I'm assuming you haven't really had this looked at yet, or, or have yet, you seen a veterinarian? No,
4: no I have okay. not
8: okay yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna give you that um that confirmation that you need to pick up the telephone and call your veterinarian because those symptoms that you are noticing are definitely of concern for um a dog for hip dysplasia now the first thing when you when you started with your call um German shepherd that by all means is one of the first things we talk about um is there is a, an inherited and a breed tendency for things like hip dysplasia um so if a pup already had a problem um then yes i'm gonna say that's view- very suspect for her. So anything, early symptoms of hip dysplasia in a young dog or even a young adult dog, you know, we might see a shortened gait. They may be a little crouched down in the back end. Some dogs will do what we call a bunny hopping gait, where their back legs kind of go together like a rabbit instead of left, right, left, right. Those are very subtle things. Now, if we're seeing pain, difficulty jumping, or if you're like, if you put your hand over the hip area and as she's moving, you feel a pop. Um, those are all more advanced signs that we've got some problems there so the first thing I like to do for a pet with these types of concerns is to get some x-rays, to know what we're up against and what the realities of what we can and can't do to help um, one individual. Sometimes it may be medication, other times it might be surgery, and I think that's going to be the first point as we figure out where your doggy fits into this equation. And uh, and then at, at least in the meantime, till you do get to the veterinarian, I would not hesitate to get this baby on some good joint support. Things like glucosamine or even lubricin, which is a hy- hyaluronic acid uh, supplement it helps to replace some of the synovial fluid the, the cushion um, lubricin? Um, lubricin yeah you'll hear about oh, it yeah, on I our never show. Heard of that. Yeah, it's actually in a liquid formula. And these type of products can help in a kind of natural way to help relieve inflammation, pain, and to restore the joint to a better situation. Now, there are some joints that need more help than that. So we might need to pull out other medicines, non-steroidal pain relievers. Um, sometimes, um, narcotic-like medicines like Tramadol can be very helpful for dogs, um, with minimal side effects for long-term use if those hips are really, really bad. Dang um, it, man. And then well, I even we, look ex-
4: at f- we exercise her. She likes her running on the treadmill. Believe it or not, about twenty to thirty minutes a day, maybe a mile, mile and a half.
8: Wow. Okay. And that's great if she's got that interest and she wants to do that and she has, um, you know, the drive. The thing we have to watch is that, you know, there's probably pain associated with that. So if you're oh, noticing yeah. her having discomfort during the day, take a little easy with that exercise till we can get, okay. um, a good diagnosis, know where we're at with things. Um, but definitely a dog with arthritis. That's, and that's a great point you bring up. We don't want a dog with arthritis to sit around the house. That's the worst thing we can do. I'll tell you, I was away on vacation, uh, you know, enjoying um, uh, a few Mai Tais in Hawaii, and we had a dog sitter watching our dogs. I have a 13-year-old Labrador. She goes out walking with us about four to five days a week for an hour in the morning, and she's arthritic. We're treating it. But I'll tell you what, being cooped up in a house for two weeks, we came back, and she had lost a lot of function. She was stiff. She was gimping, and she did not have the stamina she did just three weeks prior, so it is really important to keep up that exercise, but also to make sure we're not pushing her too far and control that pain as best we and, can.
7: And you can keep her off concrete, right, Doctor Debbie? Keep her on like grass, soft surfaces. That'll help a little, won't it?
8: If you can, just like people, you know, if you're if you're a jogger, um, it's better to jog on either dirt or grass than you know on those solid uh, concrete surfaces. You know, and the weather's getting cold, so you can't do a lot of swimming in, in most climates now. But swimming is by far um, the best exercise for a pet with a joint problem. It's non weight bearing burns calories, lets them build that muscle tone. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. we got to keep that range of motion going in our arthritic pets and, and for ourselves, too. <laughs> uh,
7: Dr. Debbie, are, are you noticing that hip dysplasia is becoming more prevalent? It, it's, it's more widespread than it was like even 10 years ago? Is it becoming more of a problem?
8: You know, I don't know that it's becoming more prevalent. I think pet owners are becoming more savvy to recognizing those signs and treating it. So whereas a lot of pets, you know, when I first entered practice a long time, ago um a lot of pets were put down because they had arthritis now we're finding ways to manage it and how to make them live fuller lives that are longer and controlling their pain um and we just become much more aware of it so um now, i think that's just now, everyone's you know talking about it
4: now the question i have if let's say uh for somebody that has a dog that hit, let's just hit dysplasia and the what they have to do is end up having surgery on the dog How successful is the surgery uh, upon a canine like that?
11: Mm -hmm.
8: You know, it's going to depend greatly on what type of approach and what kind of surgery they can do. Now, for young dogs, like you mentioned, his her pup. Um, if we can intervene before arthritis sets in, when they have a nice, um, kind of cleared uh, hip joint where they don't have that arthritic buildup, but they have poorly fitting hips, dogs that have that surgery called a TPO have excellent success. But that we have to intervene generally before a year to year and a half. So for an older pet, we're either going to talk either hip replacement or what we call an FHO, ephemeral head ostectomy. And it will depend a lot on what your pet's x-rays look like and overall health. Now, if she's very athletic, um, that's in her best, um, that's in her favor uh, for success for no matter what they address. Um, But it's really going to depend greatly on what we see on the x-rays and to see with her individually.
4: Very athletic. So I, I hope I don't have to go down that road, but we're prepared for it. Mm. Awesome Got
8: And it sounds like you love her dearly. So, you know, um, I would definitely pick up that telephone, and get your vet on the line, and get that baby in there and get her checked out, okay?
1: And enjoy your day on the boat. We appreciate you calling in. 1 405 8405 to connect with your dream team.
10: Have you given your dog the gift of time? As many as half of all dogs have their active lives cut short by arthritis. Give your dog the gift of a long, healthy, active life. Give your dog Lubricin. Lubercin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Luberson has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com.
0: So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
12: There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuums, and the Litter Robot. Yes, I said the Litter Robot, technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house, and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the Litter Robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the Litter Robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much. We offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology. So why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning litter robot. Available online at LitterRobot.com. That's Litter-Robot.com. I
13: won't, I won't. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. You know one saying that I've got to tell you, I, 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 it may be true, it may not be true. I always encourage the Animal Radio listeners to, to shoot me an email at vinnie@animalradio.com. at But even if this is true, which I would really find that hard to believe. I'm I'm sick of hearing it, and that's the saying, hey, dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans'. My two beloved dogs, you know, I always gave them kisses, kisses on the head, playing with their ears, and them kiss. I never really did, I'm gonna come right out and say it, you know, the French kiss with my dog, or the full-on, their tongue-lapping at-my-lips kiss. Uh, I never really did that. When I see people doing that, I'm always just especially after you've just seen the dog in particular spend a good 20 minutes giving himself quite frankly I'll just I'll come right out and say it, a genital bath and the person says oh come on you know the dogs mouths are cleaner than humans i'm finding it hard to believe is there doggy scope has anybody is can i go to a pets i, I haven't been in a while is there doggy scope is there doggy floss I know my two dogs didn't get up in the morning and brush their teeth. Uh, So how is it possible that this dog who just ate... A lizard uh, lapped at his his own crotch region, maybe even ate, you know ate his own feces or, or licked another dog's butt. His mouth is really cleaner than your own, you're saying. If that's the case, then might I suggest you just have all of your teeth and your gums removed? Just stitch your mouth up because if your dog's mouth is cleaner than yours, then yours should never be allowed to be open. Again, Vinnie Penn Party Animal on Animal Radio.
14: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop Free Self Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again.
6: I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. An alligator was found in a supermarket parking lot on New York's Long Island just a day after another gator was discovered in the same lot. It was a three- to four-foot-long alligator, and it was in the Pathmark parking lot. They found it on a Wednesday. On a Tuesday, a two- to three-foot gator was found in the same spot. The reptiles were captured. They were turned over to Nassau County Emergency Services Unit, they were sent to a reptile sanctuary in Florida, and uh, there are reports that authorities believe that somebody dumped it there. Gee, wonder how they figured that one out. This was the third alligator sighting on Long Island in less than a week. Last Friday, an alligator was found crawling on the front lawn of a mistake beach home. Broward County authorities say the winner of a roach-eating contest died shortly after eating dozens of roaches and worms. Several contestants ate insects to win a python. That was a grand prize of the contest at Ben Siegel Reptile Store in Deerfield Beach. The Broward County Sheriff's Office says the winner of the challenge, 32-year-old Edward Archibald, became sick right after he collapsed in front of the store. He was taken to the hospital, where he was pronounced dead. The sheriff's office said Monday it was waiting for an autopsy report to determine the cause of death. No other contestants became sick after that contest. You know, you can eat cockroaches. They're safe. They're on the FDA list. You can eat a cockroach. You know, you're one of them. Um, As long as they are raised in a controlled environment, like a laboratory, but the kind that are just, you know, around people's houses, uh, eating all the crap that, you know, from sewage or whatever you can't eat those so who knows maybe one of the bad cockroaches got in there I don't know if it's an FDA cockroach you can eat it a hungry orphan black bear a cub entered an Arizona home and it ate chocolate cake before it was discovered by the homeowners um, it was sent to a local zoo now, according to wildlife officials. They called 2012 a difficult one for southeast Arizona bears due to wildfires and drought. Arizona game and fish department, uh, went on this call and this black bear was inside the home. It's a Sonata area home and the homeowners awoke. They found this bear cub had entered their home through an open kitchen window. They ate it. This bear ate some chocolate cake. It's just like the story of the three bears. It didn't get to lay down or try a chair out as far as we know, but. <laughs> There was their stuff in its mouth with chocolate cake. The uh, Arizona Game and Fish removed the cub. They transferred it to the Heritage Park Zoo in Prescott. Since the cub is too young to fend for itself in the wild, it's uh, expected to become part of a future zoo exhibit. Arizona has an estimated 2,500 black bears. That's the only bear species that's found in the state. You know what? If you're going to go a ho- uh, in a home and eat something, you might as well eat chocolate cake. What else could you want? I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal-breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has
14: been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you
1: enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Scoop Free is the
0: litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without
1: handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and
0: you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at scoopfree.com.
14: Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialties retailers.
1: It's Animal Radio. The phone's ringing off the hook about that Michael Vick comment. Yeah, Michael Vick has a dog. Not supposed to have one till May. And, uh, that's under the terms of his probation, by the way. That, uh... Wasn't supposed to have that till May, but apparently he does have one. He also has a bird that apparently his, uh, I guess his girlfriend or his wife bought. I'll find out more information. It's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. It's also, not a
2: rooster is it? it? No, it isn't a rooster. <laughs> what no what kind of dog
1: does he? What
7: kind of dog is it? Do you guys know?
2: I think they're being pretty secretive about it.
7: Yeah, they are. Let's see. Maybe it's a guy in a dog suit.
1: <laughs> but uh, he's feeding the dog milk bones. We do know that as a fact right now. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, head to the phones. Uh, this portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Stella and Chewie's Natural Goodness for Dogs, made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones or antibiotics. It is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and it makes her look great. Visit them, Chewies dot com. And Dan is on the phone for Alan. Hi, Dan. Oh, let's. I got to hit that button there. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, Dan, how are you doing?
15: Oh, I'm doing just great.
1: I got Alan right here. What's on your mind?
15: Well, first of all, I want to tell you I just absolutely love the show. Oh, thanks. And uh, I really especially like Vinny and his uh, oh, animal responsibility stuff. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I've been a lifelong horse and dog owner, and uh, my first career uh, for the most of my life was as a horseshoer. Um, but I've been driving a semi for a number of years now. And, uh, uh, I wanted to respond to the, uh, truck driver who was asking about a breed. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if he looks around, he'll see an awful lot of miniature schnauzers in the big trucks. Why is that? Um, well, when I first started to drive a truck, um, I didn't have a dog for a while. I'd always had cow dogs and bird dogs, and they're medium to large dogs, and, uh, it was kind of a miserable first couple of years not having a dog, but I looked around and miniature schnauzers were absolutely one of the most popular breeds and I can see why now. I went to the Humane Society and on the bulletin board there was uh, a one-year-old male schnauzer uh, listed for sale and I went and bought him. His name is, his name is Fritz and uh, of course I've always taken my dogs to work with me and uh, he's a very devoted little dog. He's just the right size for a truck. You can get around between the seats and into the sleeper and back and forth, where a larger dog has harder problems. That makes a big difference when you live in a tight quarters. Well, um, Plus,
2: I can't see big truckers driving around with poodles. I mean, I don't think there's anything personally wrong with it. What's wrong but with that? There's nothing wrong with it, but guys have this thing.
15: Most truck drivers are guys, so there are a lot of women out. Forty percent of the uh, truck drivers are women. Schnauzers are uh, a little more
7: manly. I would recommend that all dog owners be as attentive and as intelligent, smart, thought out, thought out as you are, buddy. Because you know your dog's behavior has so much to do with you. You have no idea. It has everything to do with you. And, and folks that call and they think they got the best dog in the world, usually the dog has the best owner in the world. Did you see the story, you guys, the other day? Uh, this dog saved a little baby's life. Eight-month-old infant, very obedient dog, rescue dog, and the dog yes, ran so into the bedroom room Jumped on, jumped on the bed, wouldn't get off the bed, was shaking, and the people are like, what's going on? So they go into the into the uh, nursery, and the little eight-week-old baby had stopped breathing, and this dog saved that baby's life. Oh, and yeah. and that's, yeah, that's the thing. These people are great owners, and so are you, my friend. I, I love truckers. Can I tell you uh, just a real quick story? I was at a truck stop the other day with my boy. He's eight years old. I like to expose him to different things, and he's looking at all the trucks, and he goes, Dad, that would be cool. And two truckers, burly truckers, turn around. And they go, boy, you stay in school. <laughs>
15: <laughs> so well, that funny. driver was right because probably ten years from now we're going to see probably at least half the trucks on the road. Will be well, robots. why is that? Well, they've already uh, authorized in Nevada and now California also to have the ro- robotic vehicles on the road. They're licensable, and, and uh, Google is actually the company that has uh, put the money up for uh, test projects. So. Yeah, we're, you're probably going to see it in, uh, in a neighbor's, uh, family vehicle soon and also on the road. Wow. Yeah, in our lifetime. Uh,
7: yeah, cars but, that drive themselves, Hal, they're coming out with them in like two years. Oh, wow. I have an, well, that's have good for, me.
15: Question for you.
7: <laughs> oh, okay.
15: That dog that saved the baby's life, did it happen yeah. to be a boxer?
7: No, it was a mutt. It was a rescue dog. I mean, it, it was just a little, you know, mid-sized, uh, you know, really neat looking dog. And it, you can find it on the internet. The stories on the, I'm always on the internet looking for stories like this. You know, I, I just love uh, seeing stories like this. It makes me feel good and I, I just love dogs so much. So when I see these things, I always tell Hal about them.
15: Everybody I know that has had a boxer has a family story where the boxer saved some kid from drowning or somebody from a <laughs> burning house. They just seem to be real, um, protective family dogs that are really into uh... Hey, I,
7: I can tell you when I was a little kid, I was about seven years old, there was a white German shepherd. Have you ever seen a white German shepherd you guys? Very rare. Very wow. And And this was in Rockaway Beach. This was in Rockaway Beach, Queens, and there was about eight of us kids. And this woman who owned this dog weighed about 130 pounds. The woman would say, I can't remember the dog's name, she would say, watch the kids. And this dog would not let us go anywhere. He would hurt us. And if some stranger walked up, he would just sit there right in front of us. And the closer the stranger got, he would just give a little growl, and and the people would turn around and walk away. But that was one of the smartest dogs that I'd ever seen. And I was just a little kid. This dog had wisdom, you know. He had that look in his eye. Like he was more than a dog. Uh,
15: well, I've I have I have one more comment. And I'm going to let you go. Okay. You know how uh, a lot of people are onto the true tra- uh, path of spirituality. Yeah. Those who don't have dogs are only half stepping.
7: They're only half stepping. You know, what we got to do. We got to start the Church of the Dog. We'll just have like giant dog <laughs> buildings all over. And dog, and, and we trust. You, yes, we can be the uh, we can be the preachers. You know, and it'll be the the religion of the dog.
15: Well, well I listen to you on Sirius XM Radio. And well, cool. Sirius Star is the dog star.
1: Yeah, That's it is. That's true. That is. Yes. Got to love it. Hey, Dan, thanks for your call today. We appreciate it.
15: Happy trails.
1: You too. one 405 8405 Another OTR checking in with us toll-free for Dr. Debbie or for Alan Cable, Joey Volani, Joey Turner, or Wendy Diamond all here at your beck and call. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by PetStay, giving your four-legged friends the four-star treatment. Available at Caesars Palace, Paris and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas, Pet Stay includes the amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, even a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. Details at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas. Bring your pet out to Las Vegas and check out the concert tonight, Legends in Concert. Awesome. The the main showroom.
8: I've never seen them. You can find something you like in any age and genre, so um, it's entertaining for all.
1: They have, like, Michael Jackson. They just added uh, Lady Gaga. They just added Elvis. And i got to tell you, you know, you go in there after a few drinks. These could be the real people.
2: (laughs) You know, I have to say, I was there. I was in Vegas a few years ago for a show, and they had, uh, they were impersonators. They had a Rod Stewart and they had a Elvis Presley. And yeah. my girlfriend, my girlfriend, had, she had too many drinks. Yeah. And she thought they were real. <laughs> And I had That's to explain so, Elvis is dead. that Elvis was no longer <laughs> with us. But she, she wanted to follow him. They were walking through the casino, and she started to follow him. And I said, well, you know, they're not real.
1: It so, is a great show, and you can bring your animals to stay at the hotel. They'll be enjoying room service while you check out the legends at the main showroom at Harris Las Vegas. Thanks, Pets Day, for sponsoring Animal Radio.
10: Concierge desk, this is Amanda.
0: Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace in Rio and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new Pet Stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at caesars.com slash Pet Stay Las Vegas or call 800-427-7247. You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: the numbers toll free 1-866-405-8405 it's toll free to dr debbie dog trainer alan cable dog father joey villani animal communicator Joey turner and wendy diamond and i believe we're going to line four where we have donna for joy hi donna how are you i'm fine how are you good what's going on
17: uh well i have uh two cats a 12 and a half year old uh named gracie who is uh, a 40 and white and i have Chessie, who is about a year old now and uh she's a uh calico from animal control and she sort of uh, pesters my older cat because she really wants to play with her and I want to ask her if I get a like maybe a 4 month old kitten to be her buddy and wrestle with her and give her her play outlet will she leave my 12 year old kitty Gracie alone
16: Well, and I have to tell you, both kitties, Donna, are with me, and Jessie is so excited to jump in there and say she's not tormenting Gracie. She's trying to get her to be more active because she believes when she's more active, she's going to be healthier, she's going to be happier, it's going to be life will be more fun for her, so she thinks she's really doing her a great, great favor. So one of the things I would suggest you do with Jessie is compliment her on why she's trying to play with Gracie and let her know how much you appreciate the thought. And then we can talk to her about things like, we really appreciate that, honey, and do you know Gracie sees this entirely differently? And she tells me, no. And I'm saying, well, I think that would be probably obvious by Gracie's behavior, that we think it would be more appropriate to play with someone that wants to play and let Gracie do what she's wanting to do, which is to be more quiet. So Jesse just said to me, okay, so what's the options? And I'm saying you can get another kitty that would be your playmate. And she just gave me the funniest little look, Donna. She says to me, then maybe I can teach her to help me with Gracie.
17: Oh, no. Then <laughs> see, I'm afraid they would gang up on Gracie, and both of them would start chasing her around.
16: Well, that's going to be a thing that you would need to actually supervise there, my dear. Just let them know lovingly, because they are trying to do Gracie a favor, so it's, it's not like they're being mean to her or wanting to do something bad to her. So what you can do with that, and by the way, she does want someone to play with, so getting her another kitty would be a good thing in her thought. And uh-huh. I would just keep talking to her about, the two that want to play need to play you need to leave gracie alone and give them timeouts if they chase gracie just take them put them both okay. in like a bathroom or somewhere that isn't their normal place that they're going to go and hang out but someplace where they're going to be comfortable and of course not be harmed or anything and every yeah. time they chase her give them maybe 10 minutes timeout. and if you're not there to okay. supervise initially give gracie her own space that she oh, doesn't do you have think to worry one of those
17: little collars that you got that had that funny alarm that you could make go off would be a good thing to put on Chessie that would just give her a noise every time she was aggressive with the Gracie?
16: She gets a little aggravated when I show her that collar, which means she may do exactly the opposite. Cats can be uh, a little bit contrary like that. Okay, now, if if
17: if you if I have time, what does Gracie think about getting a 4-month-old kitten to, you know, take the heat off of her and give Jesse a buddy?
16: She thinks as long as it works like that, it's a great idea. But she does want you to supervise oh. and make sure that she's not going to be attacked by two. Okay. Thanks All
1: for right. your call, Donna. We appreciate it. 1-866-405-8405 that is toll-free to the Dream Team right now. 405-8405. Al with you. Judy Francis screening your calls. Dr. Debbie's here. Alan Cable. Joey Volani. Joy Turner. And Wendy Diamond. And Stacey Cohn. She just gave me this story. This is kind of cool. Let me ask you, Alan. Let's say you're out. You're shopping, doing whatever you're doing. You have your cell phone with you. And you live alone. But you get a phone call with the caller ID... <laughs> from your house. I saw that story. That was funny, wasn't it? I would think someone's in my house. Someone's yeah. ransacking my house. They, they've called... Uh, they've called. No one should be there.
2: I'd call the police.
1: That's exactly <laughs> what this guy did in Salt Lake City. Police went there. and They didn't find anything missing or broken. And it turns out, later on, the man called police officers and told them he figured out the mystery. His dog had grabbed the home phone receiver and apparently hit the redial button uh-huh. while he was burying the phone in the backyard. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, they had to call the phone to find where it was.
2: Where it you was. Know, the- it's ringing in the backyard under the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> I want to know, was it on redial? The guy was obviously calling his cell phone was at Was it some redial point,
2: or was it like, you know, how you program number one or something? I have no
1: clue there. It's just how the story... When Stacy gives me a story, I read it. That's all I okay. do.
2: Okay.
7: Well, I think the the phone dialed him on his cell phone, and then he was listening. And uh. he, he could hear the he could hear all the scratching noise and all this noise. And oh yeah! The dog was actually burying the phone, At the but time. he thought somebody was he thought he thought somebody was ransacking his house.
2: <laughs> That's funny. You God, can't make that. this stuff up. No,
1: you sure can't. Uh, let's see. Is that your mic or my mic? That's your I mic. Your mic's on the Fritz. There. Uh-huh. You know, figure that puppy out. Do you have uh, pictures of animals at your desk, Judy?
2: I do. I have like uh you know when my my computer goes to sleep, the pictures come up and they play different pictures.
1: Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me hit your microphone.
7: Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs>
1: Did we fix Isn't it? it
7: funny how that, that still works?
1: That's, <laughs> do you uh, Are you more productive because of those pictures that you have at your desk?
2: I would think so. I don't think I, I'm less productive.
1: Well, maybe you should double up on pictures there, because I see that having pictures of baby cute animals at your desks increases your productivity. See,
2: and everybody always teases me.
1: This according to an article from Sarah Cliff from the Washington Post, and we welcome her to the show. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing?
2: Good. How are you? So what,
1: what research did you find out? What do you know? So
18: this was a study done by some Japanese researchers, at um, Hiroshima University. And what they did was they showed a group of university students some pictures before they played a board game That's um, it sounds like a Japanese version of the game Operation, where you kind of have to drop all the pieces in the right part of the body. And what they found is they showed them pictures of grown-up animals, of cats and dogs, of baby animals, of um, kittens and puppies, and pictures of um, tasty foods, things like steak or sushi. And they found far and away that the students you know were the most accurate right after seeing the pictures of the baby animals and there really wasn't a very strong effect for the grown up animals or for the really nice looking food that the accuracy just really went through the roof after they looked at the baby animal pictures
2: was this just women or women and men no it was women and men and the effect was
18: exactly the same there was they, they tried to break it down by gender and didn't see any kind of breakdown in effect
1: yeah, well why do you think this is So
18: the, the researchers have a few reasons one of the ones they give is that you know seeing is um, an evolutionary explanation that when you kind of see a baby animal, it has a big eyes, It looks very helpless. And you kind of get a little more careful about your movements. You become, you know, a little more aware of this vulnerable creature that you're looking at and start being a little more careful with how you're moving. Do you have pictures at your desk? You know, I don't. But after I wrote about this study, it makes me think uh, maybe I should get some. I have pictures of Lucky everywhere on
3: my desk.
13: <laughs> I mean, you're you're <laughs> pretty, pretty adorable, productive, aren't really,
3: you? Really. Oh! Really adorable little <laughs> photos that <laughs> I have to do. It. it just makes me smile. I really have,
7: to it. <laughs> I have pictures of beer. beer on my desk that
1: motivates you
7: all different cans
1: I guess so, so this doesn't apply to just babies because Judy you were saying earlier it was baby well, pictures this, this is animal pictures this is dogs yeah, yeah. and cats Yeah, yeah well, this but, isn't actually so it's
0: only baby animals
18: so they did try with pictures of adult animals the full grown cats and dogs that did not have any effect um, so I, wonder, they, I
7: just I wonder if you put pictures of the dog's owner all around him if he'd be more productive
18: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it would be a very difficult scientific study to, um, to design. <laughs> well, Can we see this online? Yes, it's at the Washington Post. If you go to Wonk Blog, which is the name of the blog I write for, and I believe the title of the article is something like, Want to be more productive at work? Look at this adorable kitten.
2: <laughs> Great. So well, everybody stop teasing me. I get <laughs> more that. work done than you.
1: Well, I actually bring my animal into work. Does that slow me down, or does that speed me up?
18: I don't know. There might be kind of um, the two effects canceling each other out
1: there. <laughs> Sarah, we thank you so much for your time. We'll put a link over at the Animal Radio website that links to your article. Thanks.
18: Great. Thanks for having me.
1: We are very delighted to have Wendy Diamond as part of our Dream Team. What good are you up to this week, girlfriend?
3: Well, I'm going to I'm gonna self promote my Humane Society okay. of New York. We all have a Humane Society in all of our communities. I mean, Humane Society is not part of the Humane Society of the United States, but it's the Humane Society of New York in my local community, like we have one in Humane Society in every community across the country so we're doing our big halloween pet costume party that's going to benefit the humane society and my dog lucky diamond has a wing there it's the lucky diamond critical uh, care unit and that is the ward where people who have major problems with their pets that need critical care we have donated the money and the wings so that they can care for if they don't have the money to pay for it and so the money will all go to that and we've got Richard Belzer from Law & Order oh
17: wow and we have
3: Countess Luann from Real Housewives of New York we've got Dina Manzo who's on HGTV now she's got Dina's party but she was on uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey and we've got a lot more people Thomas Roberts from NBC who by the way just got married can you believe it? And He's wow. gay. And Pat, him and his um, <laughs> partner, Patrick, just got married. And their two dogs will be at our Halloween benefit. But if people are in the New York area, whether in New Jersey or Connecticut or, you know, Pennsylvania, and, you know, if you can't afford tickets and you want to – you can win tickets to come to our event. You just have to sign up and put your cute photo of your dog or cat or if you're a shelter that has a dog or cat that needs attention – Whoever wins this will be the co host with Baby Hope at our Halloween wow. pet costume party. Wow. And they will be on all the TV shows and they will be all over the world once this event happens so they can have that animal adopted. So this will be a really fun event.
7: Okay, Wendy's we'll put got a, a good
1: heart. She really does. And she, she's a name dropper too. We're going to put links to that. Ah!
3: But it's like the people, I, I don't really need to, but, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's like who I am with because of what I do for a living. And, when, you know, Wendy. I work with the United Nations. So it's, you know, I'm very involved with a lot of the different aspects of what they're supporting. So Can I, can I ask, can ask you a question, Wendy?
7: Do, do they yeah. harvest Red Bull right from your veins? Is that where it comes from?
3: Oh, <laughs> you're so cute. No, no, no. I have two cups of coffee every morning. I wake up at 6 o'clock every morning. I do yoga three times a week. And I go to bed no later than 30 thirty every night nothing good happens after midnight outside the bedroom
1: it's animal radio 18664058405 toll free from anywhere in this great nation that's the dr debbie answering your vet medical questions dog trainer alan cable dog father joy volani animal communicator joy turner and wendy diamond i see michael vick has a dog now
2: he does which is i think it's been confirmed
1: and, uh, There's a dog terrible. in the house. He wasn't supposed you know, to have one till May. No, that's terrible. It is hey, terrible. Hey,
5: I'm sorry. You know what? The guy served this time and 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 whatnot. But like I said, he grew up a certain way in his life, and you just don't change um, certain things about yourself no matter what. I mean, and I'm not holding anything against them anymore. But you know what? Stay away from the dogs, Mike. Give the put give uh, the dog to I, someone. Oh, I, I dog someone dogs
3: good. lie. And I have to say that I think we need to celebrate the fact that people do change. Mm.
5: And that people I agree, can Windy. learn to treat it, no, the animals it was, better. No, it was too drastic. It was, it was. Too, you know what, if it was just, you know, I, I mean a minor, it was too drastic. It was electrocution. It was hanging. It was it was everything that was horrible that you could possibly, he, he shouldn't be a pet owner. I'm, I, I completely yep, disagree.
2: Think about this, Joey. This dog is going to be watched by the world. This dog is going to get the best yeah, I don't.
1: You know, I don't buy that. And because... he's going
3: to be a lesson. He's going to yes. be a lesson for everybody who's inv- involved in dog fight that will yeah, but you him have and to say look at he's changed
1: okay you have and to have a bond it, with an animal Re- regardless of, have, regardless of everybody's and, and- opinion here. The the fact of the matter is is he, it mandated by law he's not supposed to have a dog or an animal till May and he has one I mean oh, he's, really? he's breaking the law right now as he was before Joey
3: go get him
1: Yeah you, I'm, I'm 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 off especially he's a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle you know people found out because he tweeted a picture of himself with a box of milk bones the dog was not in the picture at all that he tweeted oh, really? but I'm figuring milk bones he's already abusing the animal again
2: I'm <laughs> sorry I, I was taking The same thing.
1: (laughs) Uh, Those are like Twinkies for dogs. Yeah. You, uh, Wendy, on the other hand, you're the opposite of Michael Vick. You do so many good things for animals.
3: Well, I went to a friend of mine who's doing a movie called Wake Up Call. It's all about breast cancer. And a lot of these amazing comedians are involved in it, like Susie Essman from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Robert mm. Klein. And it was really a fun evening, but the reality is breast cancer is not a great subject. And I just was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, did we? do people realize... One out of three dogs will be diagnosed can- with cancer in their lifetime. And that goes into the whole wow. Michael Vick e- and Milk Bones. At the end of the day, it's about the food, yeah. the environment, the cleaning products. They're toxic. And what I want to celebrate today is the Morris Animal Foundation.
1: Oh, great people. you guys know about them? Oh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Betty They're the wise. best
3: people out of- Oh, forget it. Betty has been with them for 40 years. Amazing. As a trustee. She is amazing. Longer then I've been alive. Betty White has been a trustee of the Forest Animal Foundation. (laughs) That is crazy! Anyways, thank you, Betty, for making me feel young. And so, I have to say that I would love you know everyone to actually know about this. They do over 2,000 studies a year. They are very involved in cancer research for animals, and they have really contributed to increasing awareness towards this, but also getting a lot of companies like Pfizer and a lot of these other uh, medical companies to get really behind these their efforts in treating cancer for animals
1: mm. They do great work, and they're out of Denver. If you're ever looking for a national organization to give to, and I mean, I always say give local, but if you got to give national, Morris. Well,
3: it's a different. You know, we're not talking about animal rescue here. No, we're local, not. Local, locally, a hundred percent donate to your local shelter. But when you're talking about studies and research, and really the advancement towards finding a cure for cancer in animals and people, especially as well, um, is you know that's when you can absolutely support the Morris Animal Foundation and other groups that are supporting uh, medical research and
1: so forth. Wendy Diamond, thank you so much for telling us all about Morris. Woo!
11: Woo! 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 Woo!
1: The fourth annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 is a month-long pet adoption tour traveling down America's favorite highway the entire month of October stopping at animal shelters along the way to hold adoptions thanks to sponsors ford pet plan pet insurance animal radio pet
0: finder and phyto friendly magazine this life-saving tour kicks off in los angeles october 6th and ends in chicago november 2nd visit get your licks on route 66.com to find out where the tour stops near you you might just find your new forever friend celebrating our connection with our pets this is animal radio here are your hosts Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team? Wendy
1: Diamond, Joy Turner, Dog father Joey Volani, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, Dr. Debbie. All a phone call away, 1 866 405 8405. It's Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. Judy Francis
7: is screening your calls. Dr. Debbie was the one kid in the neighborhood when the kid fell off his bike. She hovered over and said, Is there pain? Is there pain? <laughs>
8: Can I see the blood?
1: <laughs> On the show today, we're going to talk to Ripley's. Believe it or not, we do this every year when they come out the new Ripley's and find out what strange animals are doing what. We'll have giveaways. Is that is yes, that correct? Yes, we we'll always have we giveaways every year. That's very yeah. cool. All on the way right here on Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on?
6: Well, we all know the story of the three bears. They go into this house and they check out the furniture. They check out the beds. They eat a little, take a little bite to eat. I know. Well, everybody's happy except the baby bear. It's always uncomfortable. I think that's the story, isn't it? That's the story. The baby bear's always (laughs) complaining. Anyway, uh, kind of like the three bears, just the baby bear actually went into somebody's house and uh, started to help itself to the food. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News.
1: I believe Stacy has a brand new bear book. That Does we're, she? We're All
6: about bears. The bears.
1: The bears. You know, we were talking a few weeks back about how bull semen is so expensive. Just damn expensive these days. You can't buy cheap bull semen.
2: <laughs>
1: and for yeah, that that's reason... that's a
2: problem everyone has. Yeah,
1: For that reason, the uh, the, the farmers that are... Uh, or, or should I say, they're called farmers? I think so. They're farmers, okay. yeah. I think
2: that's, that's politically correct.
1: In order for them to uh, get their female cows... Preggers, they're dairy cows. They're dairy cows. They have to wait for a certain time. They they have uh, well, they have to be in heat, right? right. Is that is. Right. It, and you, you never really know when that's going to happen.
8: Well, it's tricky. It's yes. definitely very tricky because cat or cats, cows are only receptive for sometimes as 18 hours.
1: Wow. Really? That short?
8: Yeah. So it can be tricky to find that. So it takes a, either cl- close observation or other tips and tr- uh, tricks to do
0: that.
1: There's a brand new trick. It's a brand new piece of technology. Actually, it's not new. It's a, it's a smartphone for the cow, which texts, <laughs> it texts the farmer when the cow is ready. What? And it, yeah. It, I know. Hard to believe. I don't know how it exactly attaches, but it. I guess when they're in heat, obviously the temperature of the uh, something goes up somewhere, and they, they fiddle around a lot, Yeah, too. plus
2: their activity increases.
1: So they got one of these little uh, gadgets.
2: That's implanted into the
14: female. The cow. genital
1: area. Mm-hmm. And it has a motion sensor that attaches to the neck. And when these set off, it sends a text to the farmer saying, it is time to use that bull semen. Isn't
8: that something?
1: I wanted to get these guys on the phone. I tried to call them this morning before the show. I had no idea where I was calling, but I got a French answering machine. They are are French.
7: They are French. Maybe, maybe you, know, you should was, just stand next to the cow.
8: Well, but you know, that's the problem. You, de- most dairy farmers have to do this like, like four times a day to go out and watch them to see if they're doing naughty behaviors like mounting each other. Um, so, you know, hey, go, go farm, do something else. And, you know, it's kind of like being at college. You know, can you imagine this going off at college? You know, you text would be going all over the place. All the <laughs> girls in heat and guys in heat. Oh, my uh, God. How
7: did, how did cows mate before technology? How did they, tell me, how did they do that?
8: how did we get baby cows? Well, before they were actually, they weren't confined. They were out running around doing their own thing. Now we put them in, you know, raising capacities.
7: I've never seen a cow run, so even if one cow's ready, by the time the other cow gets there, the 18 hours (laughs) has (laughs) passed. Sounds like another reality show. <laughs> cows Gone Wild? Yeah, No, it's just a show about farmers impregnating their cows.
8: It would be interesting. New. You know what? I, yeah. I feel bad for these poor guys because cows, usually, they tend to be more receptive at night. So this you know, poor guy's trying to sleep. He keeps getting texts all night long. <laughs> oh,
1: But they love the life. Some of the shows that are on NBC right now, that, that would totally win compared to some of those shows.
8: Are you saying that there's crap TV out there right now?
1: Boy, is there a bunch of crap TV right now. Oh, yeah. Hey Cindy, how you doing Cindy? I'm doing
8: great. How are you?
1: Good, where are you calling from? Stillwater, Oklahoma. You got one of those new Sports Illustrated phones, didn't you, for a subscription, didn't you? No. Where where are you calling from again? Stillwater, Oklahoma. Stillwater, Oklahoma. I drove through there once. Do you live there?
18: Uh well I live outside of town here, yes.
1: Okay. Uh- What's going on with your animal? I have the doc here and the trainer. We're all here for you.
18: Awesome. Well, I've got a, he's about a four or five-year-old pit bull that I, I, that's what I do is I rescue animals and I've had lots of them spayed and neutered, but this is the first one that I've ever had neutered that um, he's swollen up larger now than he was before I had him neutered.
8: Wow. Oh, okay. Just right in the scrotal area? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And how long ago did he have surgery? Uh, Monday. Okay. Is it getting bigger or did it get to like a big size and like how how big are we talking? I mean, we're talking kiwi fruit, uh oranges um, um softballs.
18: Like kiwi fruit, yeah.
8: yeah. Kiwi fruit. Like kiwi, yeah. Okay.
18: And and I called the vet and she told me, you know, that it it happens sometimes and to put some GMSO furacin on it. Mhm. But I've done that and done it and it's still not going down and he licks it off as just about as soon as I put it on there, so Okay.
8: Yeah. And, you know, the, the first thing is he can't be licking because um, we need to make sure this boy is in one of those lovely Elizabethan collars. Um Because okay. with a scrotal hematoma. So, basically, when this happens in male dogs, um, testicles are removed, um, but either um, because of a bleeding tendency, small blood vessels that kind of choose to keep on bleeding after surgery, um, or even some drugs can um, that are used um, for pain relief can sometimes alter the ability to clot. And when that happens, we can get this very large buildup of blood um, in the scrotum. And um, sometimes that can be painful. So for some of these doggies, they do need pain medications. Um, we may uh, decide to put them on antibiotics if the incision decides to open up at all. Um, but it, it does really require some supervision by the vet. So I'd make sure they put their eyeballs on this. And it's not too Terribly common. Uh, so, when when I do see this happen, sometimes you know the first instinct is say, "Oh my God, the, the vet botched the surgery! Holy cow!" And you know, before I rush rush to judgment, there are these other factors. Um, and sometimes pit bulls, believe it or not, can be a dog where I do see a tendency for some types of problems. Um, they can have a tendency for some types of. Inf- Infections, some uh, parasitic infections, actually, that can alter their blood, um, coagulation, their clotting. Um, so in some areas of the country, if you have ticks, it might be worthwhile, um, having them check for some tick-borne diseases. Um, most of those can be treated, um, with antibiotics if that's the case. So, um, that's where, where I just kind of want to get an eyeball on them. And, uh, in other cases, it's just, like I said, pain management and a tincture of time. Every pet's different, but, um, sometimes I'll encounter, um, a non-steroidal pain reliever that we use for pain relief. And in some patients, it may cause them to bleed more. Just like my father, who's on aspirin and blood thinners. And, um, you know, he gets poked with something and, you know, we've got a a bleeding mess and it's, it's kind (laughs) of like the ER when we go out in public. We're always throwing band-aids and styptic powders on him just to try to stop the bleeding. Um, Uh so the biggest thing is keeping him way from that. So um, if you can get an Elizabethan collar without going to the vet, you can check your pet stores, feed stores. That might be one thing. Um, but as far as pain relief, you, you really got to get to the vet because I would be hesitant to tell you any over-the-counter pain relievers if he's already having a bleeding issue. Um, so I, I would see your vet for the pain relievers. That's going to be the best way. Some doggies, you know, if he's really anxious or uncomfortable, um, he can get freaked out by this. So sometimes I'll use tranquilizers, too. So, But that, too, again, you're going to need to talk to your vet and see them for that.
4: Thank you so very much for all
1: your help. Hey, thanks for listening, Cindy. Let us know how that goes. 1-866-405-8405. Toll free to our dream team. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Vetericyn. One-step wounded skin care products for hot spots, cuts, scratches, even rashes. It's non-toxic and safe for puppies and kittens. For more information, head on over to Vetericyn.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. And Judy's signaling me. We have five bottles to give away. Is that correct?
2: I have another five Bottles to give away.
1: Okay, one e- I want
2: everybody to have this.
1: Well, it should be in your first aid kit. Yes, it should. I think we have more than five listeners, though. Can you just do a couple hundred thousand? <laughs>
2: I'll go up a little. If I well, have more than five callers, just call
1: one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five now to pick up your veterinarian.
10: You're listening to Animal Radio. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today, clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40, with no special diets or exercise programs. You can try Amberin absolutely risk free and get a one month supply free by calling 1 800 361 2351, the leading cause of weight gain in women. Women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary, risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-80-361-2351. That's 1-800-361-2351.
0: Shaquille O'Neal for Icy Hot. If you've got pain, you need the patch. The Icy Hot Patch. Powerful, targeted, fast-acting pain relief that stays put without the mess. Icy to dull the pain, hot to relax it away in a variety of sizes. From back, shoulders, knees, even arthritis. So you're covered whenever and wherever you hurt. Stop pain right at the source with Icy Hot Patches. Pain's no match for the Icy Hot Patch. For temporary topical pain relief, use only as direct.
11: I'm working two jobs and my husband works too. My kids go to school with your kids. I'm one out of every six Americans and my family is struggling with hunger. I believe in this country, but it's hard to believe so many Americans have to choose between paying bills and feeding families. Visit feedingamerica.org and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those struggling with hunger. Together, we're feeding America.
0: Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
8: The best costume I ever saw was a vet friend of mine who dressed up as a dog that just got neutered and that just had a scrotal hematoma, just like the collar that we had. So he had a nice Elizabethan collar on. He made a little cut incision, uh, like a fake scar on his belly, and these two big red balloons that were his... Scrotal area.
7: That's awesome, man. <laughs> and, and his uh,
8: wife led him around by a leash, so it was funny.
7: <laughs> I, you know what would be a really great costume would be you know, if you, you could make your head look like a dog's head and then there was a butt attached to it.
8: Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I like those other
7: do- dogs are always sniffing each other, you know. That's the, that's the, the thing. Googling that's how they say other. hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the, the
1: one that you had earlier, dress your dog up as box. a kitty litter. Yeah, kitty yeah, litter box. Yeah, uh,
7: you make them lay there and lure the cats in and freak them out. You dress them up as a litter box.
1: <laughs> can you believe we have a radio show?
2: Uh, anybody can get a radio show these days. <laughs> this We're is proof. proof. Let's uh, go to
1: Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing?
15: Doing well, guys. How are you?
1: Good. What's going on in your world?
15: Well, you know, I've got these two dogs that are from the same uh, breed, same litter, and I'm trying to take them out on walks, and I'm trying to take one out, leaving the other one kind of watching the house, if you will, and when we tend to do that, the dog that's not getting walked is out of control, howling, crying, it's a nuisance. Um Is Alan there?
7: I'm I'm here, Jeff, I'm here for you buddy. Now, you you take the one dog out and everything is cool and you leave the other dog in the house and the dog howls and goes nutty?
15: He does. It's not even if he's in the house, I may even have him in the backyard while I walk the other dog. I mean, I get it. if He's jealous that he's not getting walked while the other one is. But it's like I no, not... control noise, if you know what
7: I mean. Alright, buddy, he's not jealous. Okay, dogs don't get jealous. The the problem is the pack is leaving and you're leaving him behind and he thinks he's in charge and he's like, Well, you you guys aren't allowed to go. I didn't give you permission to go. So that's why he's howling. And to eliminate the problem, firstly you gotta be the pack leader. You gotta be in charge, Jeff. Are you are you in charge? Are you a man or a mouse, Jeff? Hey now. hey now. Come on, Come on Jeff. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, where's your, let me talk to your wife. I want to find out who's in charge in that house. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you've got you've to gotta walk them together, one on your left, one on your right. You've got to keep them right at your side. You cannot let them walk in front of you. And above all, you've got to have a choker chain on so you can give corrections. And a correction is given with a quick flick of the wrist, you know. It's just a quick flick of the wrist and no talking, Jeff. And you walk them together every single day for at least 15-20 minutes, at least one time a day. You enter the house first. You don't let them go first. You control the food. You do all these little things to let them know you're in charge. And once your dog sees that you're in charge, that you're a strong, confident, compact leader, the barking and the howling will stop because you'll just look at him and go, hey, quiet. Now, if he doesn't listen to you, you have to have a punishment place. You know, like a, like a dark room or even, even his kennel. I mean, because you're always happy to see your dog when he comes out of the Kennel. so you put him in that place to let him know that the behavior is not you don't like it and when he's doing what, what you do want that's when you go good dog but you got to walk them together and you got to be the pack leader jeff can you do that
15: i can work on that i can work on
7: work that. on that buddy and be patient it doesn't happen overnight you got to be patient but the less words the better don't talk so much use your body be calm stand straight confident awesome thanks for that advice.
5: I- I think you would have been talking to my wife because she does that to me. Because when my neighbor across the street when she comes out of her house, I howl and she puts me on a choker chain. And um, so, if you've been talking to my wife, we're gonna have a problem here, Cable. Let me
7: tell you. I, I think I think Joey. I, I pictured you on a choker chain, Joey. Why did I know that?
1: There you go. Thanks for your call, Jeff. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with our dream team. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty a Go Go. Bringing you six attractive litter box options in colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots. It's especially suited for those smaller homes or apartments, well, you know, where the traditional litter boxes and an eyesore. Kittyagogo will add stylish decor for you and your cat. Available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we all bow right now for the dog father, Joey Villani.
5: You know what's funny is this week I got um, a few people emailed me for the um, same issue. And um, I've had um, two people that actually um, were asking me about a good ear cleaner. I know I've spoken about it before, but I'm going to reiterate a few things. Um, A good general ear cleanser. And um, there's a few variables you gotta take into consideration first. Are you using it just for general cleaning? Are you trying to clean something up like an infection or ear mites or something like that? And that's the first thing that you have to determine. If um you if um you don't know if the, if the pet has an ear infection, um the easiest way to tell is smell it. If if it smells if it smells funny whatsoever, it shouldn't smell like anything. It should What's smell it? like a dog. Um but if okay. it smells yeasty, if it smells sour. Or well, if there's any sort of discharge that looks un- not normal, like black discharge or uh, even like mucousy, um, the first thing I would do at that point is take it to a veterinarian and have it professionally looked at, not your groom or your veterinarian, because it could be something a little bit more serious. Mm. Groomers basically, what they'll do is just do a general you know, cleaning of so just earwax and debris. And um, you know, if you do that on a regular base, you should really not have too many problems with your pet's ears. Now, some pets and some breeds normally normally just have a have chronic ear problems like cocker spaniels and a lot of the, the setters and the spaniels because of the way their ears are they have you know long thick um ear flaps that come over most of them and what it does it doesn't let the air get in there and dry things out so if it gets a little bit moist um it, it's a little bit easier for it to you know grow any sort of bacteria or yeast or something like that anyway it's getting away from that now we determined everything looks good this is the first thing you're going to do if a dog has hair and it's here in abundance. You want to take it out. Now, it might not be something you want to do at home. <laughs> yeah, how do, do you do that? Just cut it out? No, basically you just pull it out. It oh. has a short root base. And um, groomers, what they'll do is they'll put a um, powder in that um, just gives it a little bit better grip and, and, and pull it out. It don't hurt that much. And um,
2: <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> yeah, wait, when I pull
5: hair out of my ear it hurts. pull a, hair out of you don't hurt when you pull your own. <laughs> well, right now, the grooming world is being turned upside down and the veterinarian world, too, because some... People say pluck. Some people say don't. What I say is leave it alone, because if it's fine to begin with, why mess with it? There's a couple of different types of of home remedies that you can use as a good ear cleaner. The first thing you can use is is, is um a little witch hazel. Witch hazel works good, but my favorite is is um white vinegar, 50% and 50%. And I like using distilled water. I mean, they say you can use tap water, but I like distilled water because you know what? You know there's nothing in it. You know anything you have to worry about. Mix a little bit of that. Put a little bit on a cotton ball and go in there and, and, and swab it out. And just go down as far as you can see. You don't want to go deep. Now, what I will not do is I will not do an ear flushing. If I'm going to do an ear flush, I make sure I get the proper um, the proper solution from a veterinarian and I follow the, the dosage. So this is just for general ear cleaning. But if you do that, if your dog has healthy ears to begin with and you do that once, twice a month, really you don't need to do it any more than that unless your dog has some sort of chronic problem and, and it needs to be done. But other than that, I would just go in with that. And the one thing you want to do is when you're done with the solution, throw it away. It's not something you want to keep around the house um, because you are mixing it with water and you know what? It, it, it could just spoil on you. So throw Uh-oh. it away. It's cheap enough to make it. It's dumb. You know, I mean every time you need it, you just make a little bit, you know, whatever you need. If you do that, you'll have a nice, healthy, happy dog. They can my, hear you. you what? I
2: was just going to say my dog doesn't have any issues with their ears. Is this something I should do as a preventative or just leave them alone if she has no Mm.
5: You know what, if, I mean, l- listen, Ladybug is how old now? Four. You know what? I if you did it, if you did it once, twice a year. I mean, I would do it um, because I know I know you guys um, you know regularly bathe her here. You don't, I don't you don't really go to the groomer, no, so and, I bathe and she really well. doesn't need to bathe. So I would do it once, twice a year just to get out any any wax. But no, I I wouldn't be too concerned. I mean, if your dog is is, is healthy and you haven't had
1: problems, you know what? Don't change it. Mm, good advice. Keep those ears clean, ladies and gentlemen. Joey Volani on Animal Radio.
5: No potatoes. <laughs> Did your mother ever say that when you were a kid? Potatoes in your ear? Take those yeah. potatoes
1: out of your ear. All
5: right. Get yeah, potatoes okay, growing good. in your ears. Yeah, I don't know if that was an old Italian mother's thing.
2: I don't know. My mother wasn't Italian. I don't know. I grew up on the East Coast. Maybe it was an East Coast thing.
1: Are there Q-tips for dogs? Well, there's a good idea. I don't think you can put. You know what? Put those in it. Can, can
5: you? Can. you use um, regular- I, mm-hmm. I like staying away from it um, only because you know what? I've seen too many. Um, I've seen too many people use q-tips in their dog's ears and then have to go to the veterinarian because the dog shook its head or turned and then lodged in the ear and it broke off and believe it or not we we had a dog once that came into the salon and uh, we were cleaning its ear and we noticed something in there we went in with a hemostat and we pulled out a half of a q-tip
7: and um, the people
5: said oh that must have been in there for a while because we haven't used q-tips in the dog's ear in about six months so dogs
11: or cats Horse or emu. Animals are people too Leftover
16: pizza can be a real treat, but leave the reheating to humans. Skylar, a golden retriever poodle mix from Chicago, tried to make a meal of the pizza her owner left on the stove, but ended up setting the house on fire. Skylar started the fire by trying to grab the pizza, pushing the pizza box near the burners, and turning the stove burner on with all the jumping and pizza grabbing. Firefighters found Skylar passed out from the smoke with her usually white coat pitch black from the soot. Medics used three canisters of oxygen to revive her, and now she's doing great. The house? Not so well. Damages from her pizza diving are estimated at around $50,000. I'm Fritz Savage for Animal Radio.
3: Animals are people too.
1: Vetrisin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetrisin reduces recovery time by up to sixty percent on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetrisin is non-toxic and will not sting, and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections
0: easy. For more information, go to vetrisin.com. That's V-E-T. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
11: Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the total gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just one dollar. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just one dollar. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicap, the award-winning automatic
14: pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets.
6: I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. A pair of otters have made it clear that their art isn't worthless after their paintings became a hit in their Minnesota Aquarium gift shop. The Duluth News Tribune reports that Zoosh and Ang first started painting about a year ago. What they did is they smear blobs of children's paint on pieces of cardstock. Great Lake Aquarium employee Kathy Dickey says she also tried to get him to use canvases, but she says they're not a big fan of canvases. I know why, because um, they probably like the smell of wood, so paper is better for them. <laughs> Dickie explains that each painting takes about 15 minutes to complete, at which point she decides which works are worth framing and putting up for sale in the gift shop. She says they usually sell 10 to 20 pieces during the weekend at 35 bucks a piece. Not a bad part-time job for a little uh, otter. A Denver brewery is turning an April Fool's Day joke into something mm, a little more thirst-quenching. The Wine Coop Brewing Company recently announced plans to release a beer that's made with bull testicles. It's dubbed Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Head brewer Andy Brown explains that they got a slew of compliments from interested beer drinkers when they sent out their original April Fool spoof. So they decided to turn the joke into a reality. Brown says the brew is an assertive foreign-style stout with deep flavors of chocolate syrup, Kahlua, and espresso. The drink, which gets its name from the local moniker for Fried Bull's testicles, goes on sale at the Wine Coop Brewing Company's pub in Denver. Sounds like that's a great thing. I'd love to uh, be able to get something that was (laughs) made with bull's testicles. One life down and eight more to go for a kitten. (laughs) I'm going to be right there with that kitten. Uh, It was rescued from a car's engine in Maryland. The Washington Post says firefighters responded when a BMW owner had just left an auto repair shop and had heard what sounded like a cat meowing from inside his car. Well, a firefighter reached into the engine compartment, pulled out a brown and white kitten small enough to fit in its hand. The little itty-bitty kitty probably crawled inside the car at the repair shop. It was a bit frightened, but it's said to be just fine otherwise. For the time being, the cat is staying inside a potato chip box at the fire station. And there's a uh, freewheeling miniature pot pig that's been wreaking havoc on a Pennsylvania neighborhood. An animal has been called Dozer and has been rooting around and destroying people's yards in Midland Heights. But Christy Bilotto says she's worried that the pig might turn wild and start harming more than just their front lawns. Bilotto says there have been attempts to capture it, but nobody's had any success. The Pennsylvania Game Commission suspects Dozer used to be somebody's pet, but it was left behind when that person moved away. Well, I hope they catch it so it doesn't turn into sausage. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an
14: Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com.
12: Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com.
2: This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella & Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella & Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com.
11: Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call, because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. Animal Radio
0: is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on
11: your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice.
1: Dog one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five toll free. That is direct to our dream team. To my left, Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions to my right, animal trainer dog, dog trainer Alan Cable. Do you need to get that phone? You don't turn that off during the show? <laughs>
7: Well, that's a cra- that's a that's a cool ring right there. I like this. Uh,
1: iPhone dog father Joey Volani is also here. Animal communicator Joey Turner and name dropper Wendy Diamond all here. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, you know everybody has their titleized.
8: Uh... <laughs> oh, I've been hanging out with so and so and so and so.
7: Pope came over. We had some coffee. Ah, <laughs> oh, you gotta love it
1: listen up. Uh, It is true what we've just heard, and we've just announced uh, the news story that just came in, that Michael Vick has a dog, and he's not supposed to have one till May, according to his probation, but he has tweeted a picture, a picture of him next to a box of milk bones, which I already consider abuse. So he's already back. He's broken his probation and abusing a dog again, it seems.
7: So is he going to get in trouble? I mean, why couldn't he wait till May? What's the deal with that? I
1: have no idea, and apparently this isn't his first animal. He has a uh, parrot, got a parrot. Oh, let's see. I, I, and I don't know what kind of dog it is, by the way. You asked me. But it's me that. not
8: like he's going to have parrot fighting about. You know, I mean, granted, there's probably, you know, the cockfighting routes, but not for parrots. So, no we parrot wrong not a parrot. Not okay. yet. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, unless no. he can invent it. Uh, what do you think? 1 405 8405. It seems like the ladies in the studio really don't have a problem with this. Judy doesn't have a problem. I don't Wendy doesn't have a problem, have with, problem, with, problem it. with it. I don't know where you stand on this, Dr. Debbie.
8: Uh, you know I am the only thing I don't like is that he did it without the direct authorization at this time. Yeah, right. he, yeah. yeah. He, he, everyone's due a second chance and I think a lot of dog fighting is cultural. They learn some of this from the way they're, you know, brought up and what they know. Well,
1: we just got two tweets on this. One says you can't trust a sociopath. Another one says, "I'm just curious why is this news?" So, and that, that comes from somebody from Philadelphia, so you would
7: <laughs> heck, why <Oops>. is anything <laughs> news? I mean, you know.
1: Let's see. Oh, we know who we have on the phone. This is cool. We do this every year. And Do we have the same guy, different guy this year? I
2: think it's a different guy. This
1: oh, year. we always have Ripley's, believe it or not, come on every year when their new edition comes out and talk about some of the animals that are in the, uh, this edition. And this year we have Edward Meyer. Well, hey, Edward, how you doing?
9: I'm doing well. It sounds like you've got a big team there. I'm outnumbered.
1: We are a big team. In fact, we all have to wear name tags. We'll be
9: nice. you, yeah. you got to tell me what, what's wrong with giving your dog milk bones. Oh, they're
1: just crap food. They
9: okay. shouldn't be doing that, eh? Are they're they better a,
1: treats. Are, there sponsor, are, there, are they a sponsor of ours? No.
9: I, <laughs> I just wanted to late. make sure. No. go there. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. So now my, my dog no. prefers beef ones, but he has no problems with milk bones. Well, so you know what? I hear I stories hear all the that. time.
1: I hear stories all the time where these animals live on this crap food and they live long lives. Like you had a cat that lived on Friskies, what for seventeen, 17 years. years? No yep. problems. No problems. Although he, he might
2: have lived longer if he was on a premium food. He might have lived till twenty. You don't know. Never know.
1: You got to watch your food these days, especially with all the the recalls from China now coming in and all the treats. And anyway, that's. I wonder. I want to talk about. Ridley Please believe it or not. Again, we All have
9: right. the book here, which is, again,
1: <laughs> it's a huge book. and uh,
9: it's, 256 pages. I'm telling you. Uh, roughly 2,500 stories, 500 photographs.
1: Yeah, and I love photographs. Those are my favorite yes. kind of books.
9: Well, <laughs> but, a couple of them in this book are... You know, cat and dog related, so we, we've got something to talk about.
1: You do. You have some. I've, I've actually uh, earmarked, dog marked some of the uh, pages. Judy hates <laughs> so, it when I do that. There's
9: actually a whole chapter on animals. Yes, there um, is. You know, it's one of my favorite sections in the whole book, so that's, you know, like roughly 25 pages worth. Uh, but what is new? What is different about this book this year? Yeah, what, what do you got uh, this year? As you mentioned, we we've been on the show before. I'm not sure I have my some my English guy O'Brien with it. some British app. guy. Yeah, yeah, we, we've got a guy named Tim O'Brien. You might have had before. that might have been him. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, I see um, this, this what's
9: year. Brand new this year yeah. is uh, a little bit of technology, as per the title of the book. Download the weird. We've got a brand new Ripley app phone app for your your iphone or your ipad and uh, we got some instructions early in the book how to you know download that for free once you have the ripley app there's 17 pages in this particular book that you can take a picture of with your iphone uh, there's a fancy logo red and green logo says odd scan uh-huh. and it's visual recognition technology holy take a moly picture of that label and you suddenly got more information, more photos, a video, maybe an interview. And two of the odd scan, two of those wow. 17s, one's up on a two-faced cat, and one's about a dog that likes to go on a child's scooter.
1: The two-faced cat, we actually had the owners on, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. So yes, we, we, we know about them. But the, the, the ones that I was curious about, did you hear about this uh, poop for gold, these guys in uh, New Taipei? In Taiwan, were given a chance to turn their pets' poop into gold. I guess it, to clean up the streets, which I guess had a lot of poop you, you, you in the really streets. You really don't
9: want to
2: go
6: there, do you? Oh, how <laughs> does oh, all the
9: stories in the book?
6: Well, yeah.
1: here's the deal. Do you know the story? Can you tell the story, or do I need to tell the story? Well,
9: you you, you go for it. It would take me a second to find that one, but uh, if you've got it on the tip of your tongue, you go the for city it. City
1: officials said anyone handing in dog poop was entered for a drawing in this contest, which included twenty one hundred dollars in gold bars. So people were turning in poop left and right. And I'm telling you, this might work right here in the United States of America.
8: I, I go out to a, yeah. We get a lot of crap around here, don't we? <laughs> yes, there is. That's a great oh, idea. Right up there
7: with one. Starbucks for dogs.
1: Now, we never encourage anyone to go out and buy any animals. We, we encourage you to go to adopt them. But if you happen to be out and you happen to have an extra one and a half million dollars sitting in your pocket, <laughs> you can get this red Tibetan Mastiff puppy that was a uh, 1.5 million dollars for this dog named Hong Dong.
16: <laughs> Hong
1: Dong. Apparently, uh, I guess he was bred. Uh, I don't know why he was so special. Well,
2: they're rare in China, are they? Are they, not? Are they rare?
8: Yeah, they're very uh, sought after, um, and uh, you know, they're huge dogs. They're quite massive dogs. They're you know 150 pounds and plus. So,
9: what stories come to mind for you? We mentioned photographs, so I'll, I'll start there. My, you know, maybe my favorite photograph in the entire book. But certainly my favorite pet photograph, page 58, we've got a kitten who likes to hide in a glass jar. And I, I've, I've got both cats and dogs, and my cat sleeps in some pretty strange places, does some pretty strange things. But the white-haired Himalayan uh, looks like a real fuzzy, you know, lots, lots of fluffy hair, big blue eyes, called Mudini, you know, yuck, yuck, from Moscow, Russia. And it's in a tomato jar.
1: Yeah, now, can you get out of there? Hold, let me hold up the picture to the microphone so that people can yeah, see
9: the picture. It's visual recognition there. <laughs> it looks like uh, one of those
1: bottles that you build the ship in, except yeah, there's it's, a cat you know, in It's a, it's a it's large a
9: bottle. It's got maybe a three-inch mouth to it, but uh, it's still doesn't look very comfortable or the proper size for this big kitten. And I know my cat can get in pretty small places, but I hope it doesn't try that one.
1: Yeah. You sure they didn't grow the cat in there and put it in there as a kitten? (laughs) No, we do that with fruits and vegetables. Chris
7: Angel trick gone horribly wrong.
8: (laughs) When I was a kid, I loved looking at Ripley's Believe It or Not. I I was attracted to the the unusual. So for, like, the kitty with the five ears, that is, like, something I would have been all over as a child. I guess it was a disturbing sign.
1: Great book. I have ten copies to give. Is that correct? Yes. Ten. Nine copies to give away uh, right now. know yeah,
2: you're not giving that
1: one. Ripley's Believe It or Not, one 405 8405
9: The book can be bought wherever fine books are sold or ripleys.com, amazon.com, and all new great gift item.
13: This is Animal Radio, baby.
1: Uh, We are just a few days away from Halloween. What is it, Wednesday night? You're already starting to see stuff at the office happening that you see every year, don't you? Oh, yeah. Some of the other problems you have down there at the clinic ingesting, uh, besides candy, some of the costume items like buttons and things off the costume, uh, What rubber bands. What else have you seen down there?
8: Yeah, well, you know, the rubber bands are a problem because some people affix the costume to the pet with rubber bands. And that, when they get left on there, will constrict blood flow and can actually cause pets to, you know, lose their, their toes or, um, you know, parts of their limbs um, if that's left on for long periods of time. Um, but, yes, you, you want to know if your dog is uh, enjoys wearing costumes. And, you know, my dogs love wearing costumes. But, you know, you don't want to leave it on them unattended. Um, dogs will chew. They're going to ingest it. Um, so, you know, just be really vigilant. And just like kids. We want them to see, so you don't want to like put these crazy masks over their head where they <laughs> can't see, because um, that will just kind of frustrate them and lead to more opportunity to, to ingest those things.
1: But if you do go out and you do have a lot of fun and you do take pictures, send us your pictures of your animals dressed up in their costumes, because we love to keep those every year and post them up at the website at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. I think most of us are dressing our animals. Alan is not going to dress his animals. No, I don't no. Because it's
7: wrong. It's
1: just there's wrong. There's
8: nothing wrong. Wrong with it, Alan? You- it's wrong. It's
7: like what they do. Like I always say, what they do to poodles. It's wrong. They're dogs. Why are you making them look like I don't know, John Gabor? It's a dog. See, I don't think All I'm right.
2: gonna dress Ladybug this year. Why not? No, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna <gasps> I'm gonna color her instead. Oh, ooh, co- well, that
8: sounds fun. I'm gonna, fun. Color her. I'm gonna make gonna, her
2: you... red so oh. she has her black spots. She'll she'll look like a true ladybug without the costume. Oh,
8: oh I my like it. gosh!
1: Oh my. I
8: like God. it. Hey, well, Boss is a tough guy, man. I don't dress him up in anything humiliating. He is a verified Chicago gangster this year. He is the old-style gangster, you know, with the little hats, the little fedora and all that. So oh, he's a tough guy. You know, Send pictures. You know my, do- my,
7: my dog's 120 pounds. I think I'm going to dress him up as a cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we're having too much fun. More fun than allowed by law. It's Animal Radio. Uh, more wag, less bark. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to check in with us or if you Have questions for the Dream Team? This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Scoop Free. We have three of these litters to give away right now. Is that correct?
2: Well, it's one litter, one litter with box the three with the three refills. The,
1: oh, you gotta love that! If you haven't seen this litter yet, check it out online at animalradio.com dot com or head to their website at scoopfree.com. It's an automatic litter. You will not find yourself cleaning the litter. All you you don't have to do
2: it on a daily basis.
1: Nope. It, it, What, you leave it like, what, a month?
2: Yeah, about a month. It depends on how many cats you have. You can, if you have like one cat, you can leave it up to about a month. And it'll has a sensor, so when the cat does his business and leaves the box, it rakes it automatically. And it has a, like a little attached box that has a lid that the the waste goes in and it closes, so you don't have to see it or don't smell even need it. To see it? Don't even. Nope. And you just leave it alone for like I say, up to thirty days, and then you just take the whole tray out and replace it with a new tray that comes with litter.
1: Oh, you gotta love that! And it's for, for all the kids that have litter box duty. I know when. When I was a kid, I had the <laughs> chores on the refrigerator, what I had to do. I always had litter box duty, and wow. I just hated that. This will make it easy.
2: Yeah, and then it has this extra bonus feature. Oh, yeah? It has a counter Oh. So you know how many times your cat's going in there in case you have an
8: issue.
1: Now, why would that be important? It
2: could be a medical issue, right, oh, Dr. Could. I Daddy? like
8: it. I like it. I think that's a super idea of ways to make you notice your pet's elimination better. Exactly.
1: Well, these guys at Scoop Free think you'll like it so much, they offer a 90-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited product warranty, free shipping for you, and $20 off your first order. Head on over to ScoopFree.com and tell them Animal Radio sent you. Let's give one away right now, one 866
18: 8405. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Art Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cat, man. Animal!
13: Hey, Animal Radio, it's Vinny Penn, your party animal coming at you. Uh, I could get in trouble on this one um, because I know you're all animal lovers and you don't draw the thin lines. Um, that maybe I do. There are some animals I find a bit more difficult to love than others. Uh, so if you want to come and get me, you know, always feel free. Vinnie at animalradio.com. I welcome your emails. I enjoy reading them and I, I respond to every one of them this particular subject, I may have even covered it loosely before, but I'm going to get a little bit more intricate right now, has to do with roadkill. I know we're in the middle, uh, the economy is is tanking. I mean, we're as close to the Great Depression as we've been since the Great Depression. Uh, And I know there are layoffs aplenty, city workers would have golden handshakes, but the length of time roadkill is hanging around in my area is obscene these days. I mean, I've been, you're running over the same squirrels and possum and uh, possi. Is that the plural of possum? I'm not really sure. And raccoons. It's really all quite disgusting, and it's going on day to, day to day to day to day to day. And Maybe there's been so many layoffs they just can't get to it. But I say if it's a cat or a dog... Even if you get to the point of a deer, that should be um, a priority. That one should go out priority. And, and I don't want to be dismissive of the possum or the posse, and, and that's why I think some of you might get mad at me. But I mean, these nocturnal creatures that are these squirrel—I mean, you do see a lot of that. The dog or the cat that 's a priority, uh, particularly anything with a collar around its neck. I don 't want to be bleeding hard here, but I mean it. A dog should be picked up within a half an hour tops of uh, of being reported in i don 't want to drive by that repeatedly uh, with the, the these guys what What else is their job their and and i, I don 't even know what their job title is Roadkill inspector. I mean, it sounds like a movie for the get-or-done guy. All I know is, you know, i got to come right out and say it. Possum, all right, you know, I can see it coming up. Yeah, we got a possum down on Main Street, dead possum on Main Street. It's Monday morning over. Yeah, I'm not really going to be able to get to that. Maybe until tomorrow or the next day. That's fine. As I said, it's a possum. You can take that day or two. All right, fine. But if you get psh we got a dog on Main Street. That's priority. Over. I want to hear that SOB come back. psh I'm on my way. Vinny Ped, party animal on Animal Radio.
12: Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more.
1: Let's see. We have. Uh, we're going to line four. We have Dusty for Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dusty. Welcome to the show.
15: Hi, thank you for taking my call. What's going on? Uh, Two years ago, we decided to get some cows, and uh, we have a few acres and wanted to raise uh, our own meat. And basically, uh, first year we had a cow, we had it transported out to be bred and brought back. And that's all kind of complicated and costly. So this year, uh, a friend of mine had a bull that he brought over to our place, and we had a heifer that uh, I actually saw them breed like three different months, and I wasn't understanding why they weren't taking. Actually, what I want to know is, is there some type of uh, urine test that you could do for a cow so you wouldn't have to have a vet come out?
8: Uh, You know, that's a great question. And and first, Dusty, I have to start off in saying that my my exposure to the large animal variety of cattle work um, is generally limited to that of the medium-rare variety. So um, <laughs> as far as in my office, um, I deal with small animals. But I have uh, consulted with some of my uh, large animal colleagues, and I can tell you that um, urine tests um, for pregnancy are just not available at this time for for cattle. Um, and the reason it works in people is because we're testing for a specific hormone that women excrete in the urine, and there just really hasn't been anything isolated in the urine that can consistently predict um, pregnancy in cows. There are some blood tests that can be done. Um, so even if you don't have a veterinarian involved, that might be something that you can look at having done. Um, but uh, especially if this gal is having trouble with conception, then this might really truly be the indication where you need to get a veterinary professional to help you um, to determine if we've got some kind of fertility issues going on and then definitely you know any species you know we can run into fertility issues dogs cats um you name it um horses pigs you know can be all sorts of issues so um you know i i would have to say uh Find a good large animal veterinarian in your area. Get her screened, get her checked out, and then maybe from there you can pick up and start doing some um, work with the breeding.
1: Could you imagine if there was a pregnancy test for cows? I mean, they'd have to pee on a huh. stick. Can you imagine that? How do they? You no, no, it,
17: it's,
15: it's a great. It's a great on idea. Command. As soon as I walk over there, they pee. <laughs> <laughs>
8: But it's a great idea because there is such a problem with veterinary shortage in the large animal and the food animal industries. So, you know, it would be great to say, is there a large animal vet for you in that area? But, you know, in some areas it can be tough um, or even some, sometimes cost prohibitive. So, um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of voices out there saying we need something like this for cattle. Um, and most of the work that's been promising has really been with the blood tests.
1: You don't do uh, you don't you deal with the big animals, but you always talk about your colleagues that do. They always have big, muscly arms. Why is that again?
8: <laughs> yeah. yeah, for all that palpation. And you know, i got to say, when I was a vet student, or actually it was way before I got into vet school, they had a, a cow in the vet school where you got to put your hand in and it had a big kind of a sphincter in the side where you put the hand inside the room in and you got to feel around. And I told you, I, I was sold on veterinary medicine. Um, just such cool stuff. My mother was about vomiting in the corner. And here I am like, wow, it smells so cool in there. And she was just absolutely disgusted
1: yeah you like (laughs) some very strange things that's all we have time for today thanks for joining us on animal radio remember to visit us visit us over at facebook.com slash animal radio or tweet us at animal radio or download the animal radio app for your smartphone our phone lines are open all week long at 1-866-405-8405 or you can email us your voice at animalradio.com don't forget to check out Dr. Debbie's book online, uh, Yorkie Terrier. Yorkshire
8: Terriers, (laughs) How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, The Insider Vet Tips.
1: Good stuff. Good reading. We'll catch you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Have a great week. Happy
8: Halloween. Bye-bye. Thank
2: you, guys. Have a great weekend. Ooh.
0: This is Animal Animal. Radio Network.
3: Network.